0: Colossians. Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. And you, who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his fleshly body through death. So as to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. Paul became a servant of this gospel. I am now rejoicing in my sufferings for your sake and in my flesh I am completing what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church. I became its servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations but has now been revealed to his saints." To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone in all wisdom so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke.
1: Glory to you, O Lord. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. What's this all about? Why are we here? To lift up the name of Jesus? Yeah. To, to praise him? Yes. To Sit at his feet, as did Mary. To hear from him, to receive from him. In the posture of a disciple, those who are gathered here, gather here to hear his word, to receive him as he gives himself. To us. That's what this is all about. <laughs> now, sometimes we get things confused and muddled. <laughs> we think that this is about something else, other than that. And certainly, there is more than just what happens in this room for an hour uh, once a week. <laughs> There there is more to to this. Uh, There is so much more than this. There is an end goal that God has for each and every one of us who sit at his feet and receive from him. St. Paul talks about it in Colossians He says, You who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his fleshly body through death. Why? He tells us. So, as to present you holy and blameless, and irreproachable before Him. That's God's goal. That's why Jesus died on the cross, so that He could present you, yes, you, sinner, <laughs> as not a sinner before Him. Holy. Blameless, irreproachable. Uh, you might look at yourself in the mirror someday and remind yourself of that because I'll tell you when I look in the mirror uh, to say those words, who am I? <laughs> Holy, blameless, irreproachable, those are not the first three words to come to mind <laughs> when I'm honest with myself, right? But if I'm honest with myself, those should be the three words that come to mind. Because that's who I really am in Christ. Because he shed his blood on the cross for me, I am reconciled to him and I truly am, honestly speaking, holy, blameless, irreproachable. Not in and of myself, but because Christ is in me. Christ is in you so it can be said of each one of you you are holy you are blameless you are irreproachable because Christ is in you how can this be St. Paul says that it is a mystery and the hope of glory. It is an already and not quite yet reality. This mystery is not self-evident. That's part of why we're here. Because we need to be reminded of this already not yet glorious mystery regularly. It's why in the midst of all of the other things that we do together as the body of Christ, as the church in Jesus' name, as St. John's, uh, and out in the community ourselves as individual disciples of Jesus, in the midst of all of those other really, truly important things, things like service, witnessing, hospitality, the kind of things that, that Martha was doing, and, and rightfully could be praised for all those things, right? All of those acts of service that are lived out from the life of faith, all of those things, while important, they are not the primary thing. The primary thing is who Jesus is and what he's doing in us. And yeah, that's part of it. That's that's what the holy, blameless, irreproachable life looks like out in the community, in our day-to-day lives. It's lived out in service. But we need to remember from whence it all flows it starts here at Jesus' feet receiving what he would give to us receiving himself in with and under the bread and the wine so that we can take that same word out wherever we go starts here starts with him and he is not a guest in this house. He's the host. He's the one serving up what we need. And we need to hear it again and again. St. Paul says, he is now reconciled in his fleshly body through death so as to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him. Provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you have heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. St. Paul says, Don't miss the point. Don't wander off the path. Stay steadfast in this faith that has been delivered to you by the gospel. Now, how are we going to do that? As we're living out in the world, in our day-to-day lives where our patience is tried and where our sin is so self-evident in our daily interactions with people as we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're honest with ourselves. How do we stay steadfast in the faith to to trust that my sins truly are forgiven, that I am holy and blameless and irreproachable in Christ? How do I stay steadfast in, in that in the midst of all my life? Starts here. It starts with sitting at the feet of Jesus. Being reminded regularly, week in, week out, of who I am in Christ, who He is for me. He is. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him And for him. Yes, even those huge things that seem too complex, that seem threatening. Yes, all of that stuff has been created in him, through him, for him. He himself is before all things, and in him, all things hold together. So, your life, as it is complex and you can't even begin to unravel it, guess what? He holds it all. (laughs) He knows how to unravel it. And to him, it is no ball of mystery. It is all laid out because it is all in him. He is the head of the body, the church, he's our host sits at the head of the table and gives us himself. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have the first place in everything. So it is good that we come and we gather here and we praise his name, just as that song That hymn we sang earlier, may Jesus Christ be praised always. If it started to get repetitive for you, get used to it because that's what heaven is going to be like. (laughs) When we realize just who he is in a way that we can only do by faith, now we will see it then with our own eyes. In him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him, God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. He was pleased to do this. To take you and all of your sin upon himself on the cross. This made him happy (laughs) to do this. In Hebrews, it says, for the joy that was set before him, he embraced the cross, disregarding its shame. Why? Because he loves you. And while you were still estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds long before you cried out to him, he cried out for you. died for you. Why? To present you holy, blameless, and irreproachable. That's who you are. Remember that this week when you're confronted with your sin. Remember that this week as you go out from this place that he is in you. That wherever you go, he's there. To remind you of it, he's feeding himself. He's putting himself in you with the bread and the wine, his body and blood to remind you, yes, you are forgiven. No, you're not alone. And then come back next week. Bring a friend. (laughs) Bring a neighbor. So that they too, alongside you, might hear this mystery of the good news that God is for you, not against you. He loves you with an everlasting love. And though we don't figure out all that mystery on our own, somehow that makes it okay. More than okay, it makes it great and glorious so that we are left to do nothing other than praise Jesus. Indeed, may Jesus Christ be praised. In the name of Jesus,
0: amen.